I don't feel as though us not having a child means that we don't have family. We absolutely do, and I feel, I feel that very strongly. Welcome to Big Little Choices. I'm Shri, and this show is about the amazing women and moms that all of us are surrounded with. Each episode will feature a woman that I admire and someone who has made a bold and unconventional choice because it's what's best for her and her family. This show is also about building community, so you can hear stories that make you feel inspired and empowered to make choices that are right for you. I hope you enjoy the show. My guest today, Sheila, is an old friend and an ex-colleague. Her story is somewhat unusual for someone like me because she made a choice that I would have never thought about making. Sheila grew up with strong family roots in an Irish Catholic family and is the youngest of three girls. We lived in upstate New York. That's where I was born. Um, and we're really lucky to be surrounded by our extended family. So, well, my immediate family is only three children. I have a million cousins. Both of my parents come from big families. Almost all of my aunts and uncles have had children. And I, I consider myself really lucky that we were always really close to our aunts and uncles and our cousins growing up, which I've learned over the years is pretty unusual, that there aren't so many people, my husband included, who have had that kind of experience growing up. Eric has a really small family, so he has one sibling, his brother, who is 10 years older than him, so they have an even bigger gap than, than I do with my sisters. His brother went to boarding school, so his brother was out of the house when Eric was four, so they really grew up separately, um, but now are closer than, closer than close. Talk every day on the phone. His brother lives in Marin. We see them all the time. His father is an only child, and his mother had two siblings. So they had very few cousins. Their cousins were on the East Coast. And he, he has some relationship with his cousins up the phone, but certainly not the same as the kind of relationship that I have with my cousins. So his, his immediate family is really, really small. What were your favorite memories of your childhood? A lot of them have to do with family and with our extended family. Near where we grew up in New York, my family and my extended family have summer cottages on a small lake, and we spent summers there growing up. And even when we moved to Florida, we would spend a good amount of time there. And a lot of my fondest memories are from the time that we spent at the lake with our extended family. I feel really fortunate that I was able to spend as much time with my grandparents as I did, with my aunts and uncles, with my cousins, and then with our, even with our second cousins. Uh, my husband thinks it's crazy that I know who my second cousins are in the first place and that I'm actually close to them, but they were, they were people who we grew up with. And having the freedom to just go out and play from morning until night, to here to be independent to be able to run around and be in nature I, I loved doing those types of things Sheila's had a successful career in brand strategy advertising and most recently helping on the Hillary Clinton campaign I found her to be someone who is always very clear and firm in her choices be it finding the right work-life balance saying no to opportunities which may seem great on paper but not the right fit for her or supporting initiatives that she's passionate about She's also a great friend, a constant cheerleader to those who need her help, and as we've already heard, someone who really values relationships with friends and family. And to me, all of these are makings for someone who would be a loving and thoughtful mom. So when I first heard that Sheila didn't want to have kids, I was surprised and then curious. 
So from what I'm hearing, you had a great childhood. You grew up with a ton of community, ton of family around you, very close relationship with your siblings. And even in Eric's case, even though he grew up in a much smaller family, he's very close to his brother. Same thing again, great relationship with his three nieces and nephews. So what is it about your own lives where you decided that you didn't want to have kids and you didn't want to build your own family unit for yourselves? So despite the fact that I have a really big family, I'm at the younger end of it. So I'm the youngest of my siblings and on my dad's side of the family, I'm the youngest cousin. For my mom's side of the family, I'm kind of in the middle. But I say that because I wasn't really around a lot of kids younger than me when I was growing up. I was around a lot of older kids and around a lot of adults. But I do think that has had an effect on my maternal instincts, so to speak, just because I I babysat growing up. You know, I was certainly around kids, but it wasn't this constant presence. And so that was just kind of missing for me. When it came to, as a young adult, before I was involved with Eric and thinking about thinking about whether or not I wanted to be a mother. And honestly, it was really never that much of a thought for me. My thought was always, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I didn't have this strong pull to be, to have kids or to be a mother. But I knew that if it were to happen for me, I would love it. That was my my take on it. Then when Eric and I got together, we're a little bit older when we met, and he's a little bit older than me. And as I said earlier, his brother is 10 years older than him. So we kind of have a, a preview of what's happening in his life, going through life with young children and now teenagers. And we are thinking, is that how we want to be spending those years of our life? So Eric was more was more decisive about not wanting to have children. It's something about not having children at an older age made sense to me. It sounds more deliberate than it was. It wasn't really a hard decision to come to, I guess is the way that I think of it. I was a lousy dater. I never really dated anyone before I met Eric. So you know, I met Eric and then that was kind of it. He was the person I was going to be with. So it wasn't as though I was having these thoughts with other partners where I was considering some other partner seriously and thinking about a future with him and what that might look like. Do you think as you guys get older and you might feel like you want more company in the house, do you think you might ever second guess this decision and be like, maybe we'll have kids in our 60s? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, I don't think we'll have kids in our 60s. We do think, I mean, we do think about who's going to take care of us when we're old. And we joke with our nieces and nephews, but, you know, the burden is likely going to fall to them. And Eric jokes that I'm going to live to be 100, so I'm going to be living somewhere and have to have someone come check on me every once in a while. But I don't think that leads me to think, oh gosh, I wish I I had children so that they could take care of me. I think there's something else that will come and fill in. And to your earlier point about our friends having kids, almost all of our friends have kids, um, ranging from infants 
to we have friends whose kids are going to college. We spend a lot of time with kids now, and we like it. We like kids. It's not enough. It's not that we don't like kids. We do. We like kids. We like spending time with them. We like it when our friends include their kids in our plans. We love spending time with them. And I, and as I said earlier, you know, particularly for Eric, I learned from him that friends can be family, and I really do feel like we have that with a lot of our friends that. We we are really close to them. We are really close to their kids. Their kids feel like family to us. Generally speaking, there are many reasons why people choose to have kids. Some examples are to further our genes, our family name, for someone to take care of us when we get older, create a human being who will do good in the society, and sometimes purely biological, a strong maternal instinct that urges us to have children. And while most of this is natural, there often is also a social and cultural pressure to have children. In our conversation about all of this, Sheila had a very different perspective. I certainly think about that, you know, particularly given my early upbringing and how strong the Irish Catholic aspect of my upbringing and our culture and community was. But I also have a sister who has kids. Her kids are carrying on our family and Eric's brothers' kids are carrying on our family. So I don't feel like, you know, it ends with me. There's parts of me that are living on in them. And the house never feels lonely, quiet? No. I mean, (laughs) Eric and I, um, when we were looking for a house, were specific about wanting a house that had separation. So we wanted to be able to be in the house, but be apart from each other. (laughs) So that's one important aspect. And then we love animals and it's really ridiculous that we don't have a pet at this point. I'm obsessed with dogs. It is ridiculous that we don't have a dog. And I think eventually one day, maybe not in the house we live in now, but we will have a dog and that can do some of what you're saying to, you know, give you company in the house. But the reason we don't have a dog now is because we like our flexibility. You know, we like not having to be home at six o'clock to feed the dog or having to figure out what to do with the dog when we travel and all of that. And I think that will likely change. Not that I'm comparing dogs and children by any stretch, but... It's um, close in the initial years. <laughs> it's not yeah. too different. Yeah, but no, the house doesn't feel empty or lonely. And Eric and I are there... We spend a lot of time together, so you know we are company to one another. It sounds like you obviously come from a fairly um, progressive family. Did your parents have a say? Did your parents have anything to say about the fact that you chose not to have kids? I remember having a conversation with my mom about it once, but it wasn't as though she was pressuring me to have children. She was just curious as to whether we were going to. And I suspect this happened when we were engaged or when we it looked like we were moving in that direction but there wasn't any pressure to say oh I want grandchildren again being the youngest and having a sister who already has kids you know I think that probably relieved some of the pressure but I can't imagine my parents pressuring me and I don't think and Eric's parents either I don't think they would they would pressure us I think they would be curious about whether it was something that we were interested in but not urging us to do one thing or the other. Where do you get this confidence from to make such a big decision 
where you see the rest of the world sort of conforming to this. We need to have one child. We need to have two children. We need to make bigger families. Versus you saying, this is not for me. And I'm confident in my decision. And I have clarity. And I'm going to stick to it. I guess I've just never really thought of it that way. I've never thought of it as, this is what you are supposed to do. I've thought of it more as, this is something that you can do if you want to. I've never considered it that way. And maybe it's you know, the benefit of having lived in a progressive city like San Francisco for 18 years, where you see people and families in all sorts of different configurations. And I mean, I should also say that I have aunts and uncles who don't have children. So it wasn't as if everybody, every adult in my life growing up had children. I had relationships with adults who didn't have children of their own, and those relationships were really close. I come from a culture where we grew up in large families, feel strongly about having kids to complete a family, and also experience a decent amount of social, cultural, and family pressure to have children. So talking to Sheila offered me a very different perspective about having kids. We wrapped up our chat about owning your choices when it's not the norm and redefining what family means. I think it's a matter of shifting your perspective. I don't know if I just got lucky and I don't feel this pressure to conform. I mean, I certainly feel pressure, have felt pressure to conform in other ways in my life. I've you know, gotten an education and I've gone to work and, you know, I've been a responsible member of society and all those sorts of things. But I also think it's, but what I mean by a shift in perspective is a shift in what is meant by family. I feel like I have, I have a family. I mean, Eric and I are a family. Our extended family is our family. Our friends and their kids are our family. So I don't feel as though us not having a child means that we don't have family. We absolutely do, and I feel I feel that very strongly. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back soon with another interview. And until then, if you have any feedback or comments on the kinds of choices you want to hear more about, let me know.